Hi, and welcome to Icon Underground Radio for the week of August 3rd, 2016. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm Dean. So we don't really have any comics this week because all of them <laughs> dropped on us last week. Yes. Uh, so this week, fortunately, uh, we still have some news trickling in. Uh, there was Cybertron Con in China over the past week. Uh, and we've gotten some, some extra toys, pictures of toys and just news in general that did not come out at, uh, San Diego Comic Con. Uh, so let's start with that. Uh, the, what, what I think is the, the most amusing one is, uh, so this new six shot toy. There's, there is going to be a new six shot toy. I think we heard about that. Like the name popped up. Um, no, he was on the back of a box listed as like a leader class on somebody else. Another okay. aim package. I, I was gonna say, cause six shot isn't really a name that they're going to reuse for a completely different character. No. Cause it's, it's very specific. So he's got, uh, his, his usual modes. Uh, but as you, as you may recall, uh, one of his modes was sort of a, a pistol mode. And they they seem to have uh, gotten around having to make him entirely bright orange by putting his pistol mode upside down and calling it a ship. Yes. Well, <laughs> well it was never really a gun-looking gun. It, turning it upside down and calling it a submarine, sure, fine. It looks as much as like anything as any of his modes. Because he looks yeah. really, really, really like his G1 toy, just with, like, elbows and working shoulders. Yay! Mm. Victory with ball joints. And a little head that comes off and becomes another dude, which is weird, but sure. That is, you know, I I can see that kind of helping, though, because that then the you don't have to figure out where his head goes. Yes. Yes. Like, I, I really like that, uh... Titan's return in general gives us some some more slightly better proportions for characters because their heads don't have to, you know, get in the way. Yeah, it does look bad. Uh, it, so it, yes, they're a little less chance of being pinheads. Well, I guess the really big leader class might have that problem. Yeah, and uh, like like G1 Scorpionok, <laughs> and uh, I mean one of his modes is already like a winged lion. I mean, I guess he's the black lion from Voltron, but that's the only thing he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, he he will be a robot, a jet, a tank, a car, a winged cat of some sort. I guess if it's if it's a lion, it's a girl lion. Let's just get well, that out no, there. No, it's got a long and, snout. It's, it's a, a winged wolf. Oh. Okay. Sure, that's also a thing that if exists they do in call real it life. Tiger, it, it's got a longer snout than a tiger. I don't know. I always thought it was a wolf in G one. Okay, maybe it is a wolf. Uh, but I I will note in defense of the ship mode, I I assume that that means spaceship. Yeah. Uh, and and in defense of the spaceship mode, in the vacuum of space, aerodynamics don't matter. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> Anything can fly in space, so sure, sure it's a ship. Uh, but it, it is kinda cute that it looks exactly like his, his gun mode, so I'm, I'm surprised they didn't just like make a completely new mode and instead just decided to, 
turn him up, turn his, make the gun mode and turn it upside down. But yes, there are pictures available of him, uh, from CybertronCon. And actually the official, uh, Hasbro promotional images of him are available too. Oh, right. Yeah. We also have pictures of Rodimus. Yay, Rodimus! Yay, Rodimus. And this, okay, so it's based on the G2 Laser Prime, which is one of the best toys ever. Yeah. Uh, but it turns into a truck and a plane thing. Basically, it its vehicle modes look like Octane. Yeah, he's a pre-tool of Octane. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, Which, that's cool. Yeah, it, I, I like the idea that they're doing more interesting things with these characters for the sake of having a Megatron and an Optimus in the toy line. Yeah. Yeah, I like that they're doing a G2 homage. He even comes with a uh, with a sword. Yeah. Does he come with a pizza? No, and he does not. He does not come with stickers on the side that show him burning down a forest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody will, will make those decals. Yeah, someone needs to do some uh, some repro label stuff so we can have the uh, the big picture of why why uh, who thought that was a good idea. Uh, uh, and he's he's even got his like double barreled. Uh, gun, though presumably it doesn't light up like the, the laser one. Also his so his little Titan Master guy is pretty much all silver with like a red or a blue head. Hmm. And he's called Diac. D-I-A-C. So I'm assuming that's like a Diaclone reference. Yeah, probably. That would make sense. I was gonna make a joke that he was going to spend several years making a really bad game about Norse mythology, and then get his ass sued for not having the rights to the technology behind it. <laughs> that would work, too. But yes, I, I think maybe maybe he's all silver. See, I haven't seen Diaclone drivers in a while. When I was in high school, I had a friend who had one. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were, they were all silver? Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I think they were usually, like, two colors. Like, legs were one color, and... The top was uh, oh, another oh, piece. Oh, all right. Oh. So yeah, that's uh, I I like in the pictures how they show his sword just attached to the side of his vehicle mode, like you know planes just go around having giant swords sticking mm. off them. That's how it works. It's a wing. Yeah, you, you believe it's a wing, right? <laughs> it's not in a wing direction. It's pointing forward. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like a lance. <laughs> it's. it's it's okay though. It's G2 Prime. I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, also, uh, there is a picture of a new kickback toy. Yay! Yay! Finally we can complete the triumvirate of the original Insecticons in Little Legends scale dudes. Yay. Yes. He is a Little Legends one. Uh, it's pretty cute. Adorable. Uh, that's, yeah, I mean, kickback, toy-wise, kickback was always, I felt the best Insecticon, so. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're they're expensive or hard to get, but <laughs> well, no. Well, unless yeah. you wanted to get the the was it the platinum version, which they were expensive. Ooh, yeah, they were way too much. Yeah. Uh, there there are some new heads that they showed off. Uh, one of them is Fangry. Yeah, uh, Yay, and Fangry. Patero, who's kind of swoop. <laughs> yes. 
There does seem to be an ongoing thing of these are clearly just Dinobot heads. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what is it? Two or three of them? Because they had uh, Grimlock, but what did they call Grimlock? Something weird. I don't remember. Oh, I, I vaguely recall it having to do something with crushing things or something. I don't know. Nasher, yep. something like that. Yeah. What are the but, two obstructed uh, names on that slide? Yeah, that's a good question. Ack uh, and Ard. Oh, uh, Jack? Is that the one? I don't know. <gasps> um, but the, the other one. He's got like was... a little animal. Yeah, he's got. Sort of he's thing the one that comes with on the, the thing that turns into a lion shield. Uh, the other guy's, I think, supposed to be, uh, Cancer. What was his American name? Clawful? Oh, uh, the, no, okay. uh, Gosh, I should know this. I had them. Squeezeplay? Squeeze yeah, Squeezeplay. I forget what they're called. Yes. The Crabe. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that looks about right. But yes, all you can see is the ARD. They can't just release an American Transformer named Jack. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is kind of redundant with Wheeljack. It would need to be some other noun Jack. I mean, that's clearly not Wheeljack. And yeah, that's that's such a like Japanese micromaster era name. Like Joe and <laughs> Mixing. Holly. Yes. God, Mixing is my favorite Transformer name ever. <laughs> uh but yeah, they did show Patero does come with a cute little uh pterodactyl vehicle thingy. It's it's pretty cute. After a long time on the Allspark, one of my favorite Transformers names is Roadhugger because it has to be. Yes. <laughs> I I recall when we <laughs> spoke of Marital Congress as an Allspark hug. <laughs> oh, all right, I forgot about that. Oh, censorship. There's also a uh card back picture of Autobot Breakaway. Who is everyone's least favorite Autobot these days? Getaway. Yeah, yay! What a jerk. Yay! He looks, he looks like Getaway. Yeah, well. The- Presumably, some will be purchased to be destroyed. <laughs> yes. Who I'm gonna knows? rip his head off. Maybe he'll, he'll be nice <laughs> next time we see him again in the comics. No, he won't be. No. Uh, damn it, Getaway. He's a bad person. Yeah, he's done. He's irredeemable. Oh, Jen, as the local Rodimus expert, how do you feel about the new Hot Rod toy? I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's not the G1 Rodimus that I've or the uh, the IDW G1 Rodimus that I've been dreaming of, but it's it's not bad. Uh, It's it's very G1 looking. Uh, I mean, it's. Very, especially the, the, just the lines of his chest are very much, uh, in keeping with, like, the original toy. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's definitely a, a good hot rod. Uh, if you haven't purchased Classics Hot Rod, he's definitely one to pick up. I will pick him up regardless, because he is a hot rod. He's got better articulation than the Classics Hot Rod, so I'm getting him anyway. And a yeah. head that turns into a robot named Fire Drive. <laughs> sure. Fire blast. His uh his vehicle mode 
I, I suppose that, that we can start allowing variations on his vehicle mode as long as they don't take away the flames on his hood or the spoiler. <laughs> or the obnoxious exhaust. Yes. Because <laughs> it's, it's definitely, whereas, you know, the original one's very just straight up wedge shaped, this one's got some actual, like, curves to the side that suggest like a differentiation between the side panels and the windows and I mean, it's definitely in keeping with the current vehicles that they're doing so so yeah i wish he was a bit more idwe but he's definitely going to go on my hot rod rodimus shelf uh yeah he's pretty cool uh, so, uh, there is also, they also showed off some pictures of Trypticon. Well, just little Yay. cropped pictures that show bits of his robot in alt mode. Well, city mode, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's very so much big. sort of like, they, they look very much like, uh, like pictures that someone captured of Godzilla. <laughs> like, yeah, as, as they were about to run away. It's just like, He's very, he's like almost, I would say he's like third party toy level of yeah, over detailed, really. He does look overly greebly, but I guess the other two Titan, the, the Fort Max and Metroplex are kind of at simi- similar levels of detail. But, yeah. yeah. He's, he's just I think huge. Fort Max, yeah. He is, yes, he is a Titan, so he will be, uh, very expensive. One of the shots look like he has a cyber planet key. Yeah, the one of his hip that that does have oh, yeah. very sort of a cyber planet key shape to it. Yeah, well that that's kind of like his original hip. Well, it was a circle, but it didn't have as much sort of wedgy shapes in it. And uh, have have we had it confirmed if he walks? Does he walk? Oh, the other two don't walk, so I guess no, but. Ah, oh, that was his best part. He was a walking threat. Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh well. I guess he's. I guess. I guess we'll just have to accept this mere Titan class size Trypticon with super greebly bits all over him. Oh, I'm sure somebody will motorize one. Oh. Uh, it should be me. <laughs> I should do that. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's he's. He's all in grace, you know, gray tone. I'm sure Alex knows the proper official terminology for that. But he's, he's gray. Yep, he's a primed up prototype. There you go. That's, that's official terminology. I know uh, I there's like... probably other words for it, but I've just forgotten them since being there. Yeah. It's not a term of art, it's just one company's jargon for it, so. Ah, uh, it's just the thing we call it. Uh, I, I do like that the box art they have over him has the big under construction thing over it because he's a, he's a city. Get it? Uh, yep. now moving, moving on to toys that you can actually currently purchase. Uh, so the, uh, that brainstorm toy sure went from like zero to 60 pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. He, no kidding. he went, yeah, he went from not existing to Thinking that he was maybe going to be a, like, third, maybe, yeah, like, third wave release to suddenly he is showing up at Walgreens today. <laughs> uh, yes. So, I, I will say we are recording on Monday, August the 1st, and he is not at my Walgreens yet. 
uh, which made me sad because it's super hot out today. <laughs> I would rather have not gone out, but uh, but yeah, he is a thing you can buy. Uh, if it's anything like other exclusives they've gotten, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. The the reports I've seen of of finding him have been kind of spotty. I don't know if he's showing up with other uh, Titan Titans Return toys. Uh, I know when I've seen other Walgreens exclusives, sometimes they've been all by themselves, and sometimes they've been mixed in with, you know, other stuff from that company. Uh, I know they did get in a bunch of the the new X-Men Marvel Legends at mine, and I know a lot of others. Uh, so I would say just keep an eye out. Uh, keep going in there until they think you're some weirdo who's just casing the store. Maybe interact with your fellow human beings if uh, if you're feeling brave. Uh, but yes, he he is suddenly available, which is cool. You can get one that's the right size to to hang out with Chrome Dome, so Chrome Dome can be his only friend. Yeah, and he's slightly that's... different from the SDCC one. He's got yeah different decor. He's, he's a more lot saturated. more turquoise. Yeah. he's got a little In bit of the, yeah, the the SDCC one was more of a light sort of sky blue, and uh, yeah, it's interesting just how different in detail this one is. Yeah, because it's it just surprises me a lot that you have things like the SDCC one has ha- has painted hands and the Walgreens one doesn't. Uh, it just has you know teal hands. And, like, the deco on his legs is all different, and, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are saying that they like the, the Walgreens one better, so, you know, your mileage may vary, but I, I think he looks good. I'm looking forward to getting him. Yeah, open to getting another one now that I'm seeing more of him, and he does seem kind of nifty and kind of, like, I have a perfectly good brainstorm now, but I like the idea of a slightly more compact brainstorm, too. Hmm. Yeah. And the the one that has been out is good, but like I said, I given that you know he he's originally part of the headmasters, I I do really want one that's to scale with the other headmasters they're releasing now. I, I think that's his biggest selling point. But I I guess the previous one is probably why he ended up as just a store exclusive instead of a mass release, because. Hmm. There was already a perfectly good brainstorm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not entirely sure I buy that. I mean, look at how often we get... Well, A, big name characters like Optimus and Megatron and Bumblebee are always on shelves at this point, but... Yeah. B, look at how many Windblades we've had over the past few years, and that's not a character I would expect to get the marquee treatment. Or, yeah. you know... It hasn't been more than like three years since we got a Blitzwing. Yeah, that's hmm. that's a good point. I mean, it does feel like you know since in the past you know like decade uh, they've been doing so much picking and choosing from throughout G1 to do the classics universe Hanke generations as the as the acronym goes <laughs> the, the Chug acronym. Uh, I don't know if anyone has else has looked into uh, this stuff on eBay 
because uh, I do a good bit of like eBay selling and want to see what terms things are going to be looked for under. And yes, that is apparently the accepted fan acronym for that group of lines is Chug. I'm surprised that took root. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a thing. Uh, so yeah, I guess with the picking and choosing that they did throughout G1 uh, for that, it it was kind of inevitable that you would end up with some characters getting you know, new toys in short order that you wouldn't have expected just because now they're doing year-to-year themes. Especially when they're doing themes where part of it's trying to emphasize play value. The ones we are getting repeats of tend to be the ones with really fun gimmicks. Yes. Like triple changers. (laughs) But, uh, but I, I, I do wonder though, if uh next year or like two years from now, are we gonna get like micromasters and pretenders? Mm. Yeah, we've all we already had kind of have micromasters, like not necessarily track compatible micromasters, but we have like the small, simpler guys to play around with. That's yeah. kind of just been a staple that turned into a size class instead of a, little a separate gimmick. Yeah. Pretenders yeah. maybe because we got the the Titan Masters now and they got the little vehicles. They could have Titan Masters and mm-hmm. little monsters more. Aww. I don't uh, I... think Pretenders are something they're going to go to. Not not the way they used to. Wait, be, no. Know. Uh, Action Masters isn't something they go to. Pretenders, I can see. Well, no, because yeah, they, they already did Action first. Masters with the Hero Mashers. That's a step. <laughs> they did, Sideways. but it's a separate thing where it's like combine. Yeah rather than just, here is an action figure that doesn't transform, but we're calling it a transformer. <laughs> Thanks, Hasbro. Thanks. Good job. Uh, I I would say that the Titan Masters, you know, the actual little Titan dudes, uh, they do, they are playing up uh, kind of a, more of a MicroMaster play pattern uh, than the, the traditional master one uh just because they have you know like little bases and that sort of thing because that was part of the the fun with the micro masters is that they had all the little vehicles that transformed into you know their <laughs> like a a uh, car carrier trailer that transformed into a jet somehow and just stuff like that and, and that's a lot like the uh the little the the lowest price point Titan Masters. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's there's a lot as far as the actual play style goes uh, that's being carried over there. Uh, another toy that showed up suddenly. This so uh so robots in disguise Starscream. He sure just likes to show up unannounced. Yep. That he so, does. So there is uh, previously there was surprise the deluxe or warrior size one uh, and now there is a a 10 step power surge starscream who's shown up in canada uh he has a price tag of approximately 50 dollars canadian yeah, so he's and i would make a class, super I outdated I, I would make a super outdated uh money you know uh <laughs> transfer rate joke but Sadly, our dollar is not what it used to be against yeah, Canada's dollar. Pretty close. Uh, it's getting back to it. It's actually wait. Eh, nope. Yeah. Uh, one U.S. dollar is a buck thirty-one Canadian right now. Like 
right this second for the next 40 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Alright. I used to take the occasional Canadian shopping trip. At least it's not like, like Australian dollars, where it's oh, like, yeah, that's you know. $15 Actually, it's about the same as Australian dollar conversion rate right now. It is? Oh, man. Oh, Sad. Sad times we're living in, man. Not for I any other reason. Brexit. Uh, well, yeah, well. let's just blame Brexit for everything. Yeah, but it's like, how did we get two new Starscream toys with no, nary a hint of it coming out that somehow they managed to keep Star, Starscream being in the new Robots in Disguise season a secret with two, at least two toys, It'd probably be an itty bitty one too. I will say that the, the package shown here does have a, appear to have a Toys R Us logo directly on it. Oh, oh, maybe he's an exclusive. Yeah, it's part of a Toys R Us exclusive subline. So they yeah. might just not have been advertising that as strongly at the collector targeted. Yeah, that, that helps hide it if it's just an exclusive. Hmm. Oh man, though, if you're in Canada and we don't get that in, in the US, just Ooh. stock up and, and sell them to us. <laughs> I mean, not, not me because, oh, no, eh, but. <laughs> Memorial will be enough. No, I don't need the big guy who comes with the little mini con, sticks on his chest, and, if and lights up. If you're if you're nice, we might get you a, a Walgreens brainstorm <laughs> for our Canadian friends. Uh, he does come with. I I realize that the reason I look at this mini con and think, oh, that's cool, is because he's Rodimus colors. <laughs> but he comes with a little yeah. Rodimus colored mini con. And he, yeah, he does look to be a, a pretty big toy. Uh, so yeah. I do think it's interesting that Starscream, I mean, I think it's kind of interesting that Starscream appears to be like the big bad this next season. It is interesting in light of the role he's been taking in both the comics and the yeah. Combiner Wars yeah. series, which actually that airs tomorrow, doesn't it? <laughs> Yay! Oh. Maybe we'll, we'll Come back and tack on a ten minute chat about that after yeah, it shows up. Uh, I forgot all but about that. I guess Steeljaw was kind of the big bad of the first season. That's the thing is that kind Robots of. in Disguise isn't a really heavily big bad geared show. Well, you it's say really that, more of a, uh, and they have the big the bad wolf, <laughs> the sexy wolf. Oh, and he talks. This Starscream talks. That's going to be awesome. Oh, we're going to say he's more of a... what? It doesn't say anything in words, but it does have a picture of a finger pushing his head down and a speaker with lines coming out of it. Oh. <laughs> the universal symbol for it talks. <laughs> so, I hopefully they'll actually have clips from the show, too. That would be pretty cool. When's the last time we actually got a talking Transformer that actually had clips from the show. Uh, uh, um, had that Bumblebee that played the touch. Uh, I don't think that counts. Wait, did, <laughs> was it animated? Yeah, I want to say we've had some. Like, I, I think animateds were soundalikes. They, are you sure? I'm trying to remember. Cause they're in I am sound. very sure they were soundalikes okay. because... <laughs> I reported to the person who did the recording, and they did not actually bring in. I'm blanking on voice actor names right now. And I suck. Yeah, the, um, David K. or Jeffrey? No, that wasn't Jeffrey Combs Ratchet. No, that was Corey be. Burton Ratchet. Yeah, they, they definitely did not pay to bring in Corey Burton to do new recordings for voice lines for the Bumpin' Battlers Ratchet and 
they couldn't just grab lines straight from the show without having to pay royalties. Oh, <laughs> they, uh, I could have, sw- the bulkhead at least sounds really close. Yeah. yeah they got somebody does. who does a really good Bill Fagerbacki impression. Yay, yeah. from the IMDP page. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, so, I mean, they, I guess, wow, I didn't know that there was a, a royalty issue with that. Uh, I thought Hasbro would have enough of a stake in, in the media to, you know, be able to, to use sound clips from stuff produced. Yeah. You know, under their license. I mean, huh. on the one hand they do, on the other hand, guilds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guild That's a good point. Screen Actors Guild. Yep. Still. Was there a Beast Machines Optimus Primal that had voices? I think the great big one. Mm-hmm. I, I could j- go check. I think he's in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a short episode this week. Yeah. Uh yeah, but it's okay. sorry David. Yeah. <laughs> I I have some vague impression that there was something but I'm I'm probably completely completely wrong. Probably just totally off topic. Uh so uh I think that is about it Dude, for news well, this week. Two little things. Anything, the, what? There's going to be a platinum platinum edition of Unicron which is Basically just the Amazon version again. With Ooh, a nice right. box. And, yeah. um, the... Just Armada Unif- Unicron yeah. again, just it's, for clarification. Yeah, with the newer head they did for the Amazon version, which is more movie accurate. And there's a name ah. for the green tow truck that we saw in leaked pictures for the next Transformers movie. He's called Onslaught. That's it. Oh, yeah. Huh. I saw that. I'm going to guess that he's not, you know, like, I mean, I shouldn't even have to say this with Bay movies anymore, but I am going to guess he's not like the original Onslaught. Oh, no. Well, to he's... be fair, the original Onslaught didn't have that much characterization. He's just sort of a general. You, you tell Margaret <clears throat> Scott that. Well, no, I know. The current Onslaught, he's more based upon the tech specs and other stuff. I guess this is this is one of those things like me and the aerial bots where I feel that like extrapolating heavily from the Marvel Universe profile and the oh, tech yeah. spec card counts as a characterization. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I agree with that. Okay. I like Onslaught, but I'm just saying in the old cartoon, he didn't have nothing. Yeah. It does seem like doing another combiner as a big set piece would be a good way to go for this one. Yeah. I doubt yeah, they're going to have a space really shovel. They they could do it, you know, more than like the last fifteen minutes of the movie, like they did with the Dinobots. Uh, oh my yeah. god, guys! There's gonna be Dinobots. Uh, and it was that was terrible because sitting there watching it, I'm like, my god, how much longer is this movie? And I realize it's <laughs> gotta be a lot longer because the Dinobots haven't shown up We've yet. Been here ninety minutes. Where the hell is Grimlock? Uh, uh, oh, he was on that ship, yeah. and then Optimus fought him, and then he helped in the final fight sequence. Like this is the JRPG open world segment. Uh, kind of, yeah, of they just plugged them so much, and then they only showed up for so little of the movie. And they're all still alive, so maybe one of them will get a cameo in the next movie. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they'll acknowledge that at some point. But maybe not. Or it'll be another. They maybe were killed uh, between movies. 
again. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe there'll be another uh Skids and what's his face? Mudflap. Mudflap. Yes, I only remember Skids because I'm just angry that you know the name of one of my favorite characters got not only misused but misused so so badly. They nearly named Mudflap Wheelie. Uh, that, uh I mean that would have worked. He's about as annoying. Yeah, depending upon the series, yeah. Uh, okay. Any other news? I think that's it. No, that, that, that's pretty much it. Little dribs and drabs. No comic book news recently that I remember. I don't think there was any this past week. So yeah, no real comic news. Uh, next week, I'll have to see. I don't think. There should not I mean, be. I we any pretty comics. much. Well, unless we start reading some of the Revolution comics. When did they start? You know, I I will probably did read some of those. Wait, did did Rom come out yet, or is it? I don't know about Rom. I know the Micronauts one has already oh, been trickling out. Yeah, that one hasn't it been coming out for like three months or something. Yeah, something like that. I put it in my to read folder, but I don't know. It's it's been some weeks for me. Uh, so that's, I, I'll probably read those, uh, if anyone else wants to read them, we can discuss them. Otherwise, we can do, uh, one of those story time reviews where the one of us who read the thing yeah. tells the others okay. how things were. Oh, those are fun. Uh, yeah, those are fun. They're sort of, you know, twist things around. Yes, I will say, though, before we go, that there is one thing out this week for those who prefer to wait for the trade. Uh, G.I. Joe versus Transformers, or Transformers versus G.I. Joe, uh, is the, uh, the final trade is out this week, uh, so you can go and pick that up. I think it's volume three. So. Enjoy all the Kirby crackle. Yes. If, if you're our, our friend Rob, then that's possible. I may exciting. actually pick one of the volumes up to give it another shot. Yeah, if I could find yeah. it, I might check Barnes and Noble or something. That needs to come out on a hardcover. Yeah, they need oh, to do one yeah. of the hardcovers with all the extra content in it, like they're apparently doing for Sins of the Wreckers, but that's not really a surprise. <laughs> no. All right, and we are coming to you now from Tuesday evening, uh, where we have all seen the first episode of the new Combiner Wars little web series thingy with its five-minute episode thingies. On so, Go90, uh, produced by Machinima. Neither of those things make me inclined to give it more credit than it deserves. Really yeah. Cool. So, uh, so what's everybody think? It stinks. <laughs> it. Well, personally, I think. Insert clip of Jay Sherman saying, "Buy my book here." <laughs> <laughs> I I liked. There were two things I liked about it. Hmm. Uh. Computron used his ridiculous speech pattern from the G1 cartoon. Yeah, that was okay. And, that was fun. And and Windblade was very pretty. Yeah, the, those, <laughs> those are the two things I liked about it. The models yeah. are okay. The, the models are fine. And hey, it, yeah. it actually was Computron. It's nice to see him there, but like, it's nice to see him there yeah. and immediately killed off. Yeah, you're you're never going to win me over by killing off all the technobots in the first three minutes, especially not after a genuinely nauseating space battle. Yeah, it's confusing. Which appears to have been ripped off from an episode of a Mega Man anime. <laughs> Was it? 
Wow. Well, was was it nauseating and repetitive there too? Yes, probably. Yeah, it was. It was not good. Which in turn was probably yeah. ripped off from an old uh, Astro Boy anime. Uh, yeah. That is also probably true. I, I think this is the case of of one of those things. It's sort of like that "What If Transformers" the movie issue that came out, where I don't know yeah. that I would say that we're we're the target audience. No, we're, we're uh, because it it sort of reminds me of uh, the the Dreamwave G one series, uh, which <laughs> we'll, we'll start with that specifically. How in the Dreamwave G1 series, it was this big deal that they were so edgy that they almost blew up San Francisco. In the Generation 2 comic, many years before that, Bludgeon literally did blow up San Francisco. (laughs) So it's like, okay, I'm not impressed. It's like if you've been involved... Not even if you've been involved with the fandom. If you've been paying any attention to Transformers fiction within the last 15 years, even 20 years, we'll go back to Beast Wars, uh, you know that there's, there's like nothing that unusual about a, you know, a Transformers story that's written for or even at the level of, if, if not necessarily the level of inappropriateness for an adult audience. Uh, but at least with that, that level of complexity in the storytelling. And uh, I don't, I don't feel like we're going to see that here. Yeah. Not in five minute episodes. And it, it's even, it, it isn't really that graphic when you think about it. Cause all they're doing is blowing off combiner limbs, which means, Oh, you separated the dudes into their individual parts. They're not dead. Well, just, they, they, uh, they apparently treat them that way. Yeah, they apparently does, killed yeah. Windblade's gal pal by, like, just tossing her into a wall and having a couple limbs fall off. That is something that I really noticed about it, is that these these Transformers are super fragile. Yeah. yeah. They, I liked Maxima, and then she died. They fridged her yeah. immediately. Like, yeah. She, she died doing the vital task of... Sticking flames in Menasaur's eyes and then getting swatted away so Windblade could attack him with a sword. Yeah. Yes. But Which she could have done anyway because she wasn't that much of capitalizing on the opportunity. Apparently yeah. Windblade is already mad at the Combiners, or at least Cybertron. So this yeah, I, doesn't I like seem to that add anything all her, to her motivation. It's weird. Yeah, all her, her interesting, unusual city speaker stuff seems to have been thrown aside in favor of her being like, I don't know, Batman. Except yeah. not like Batman. Like I was going some... to say the bride from Kill Bill. Yeah, that too. I was going to say some crappy version of Batman that kills people. Oh, Windblade. <laughs> so like... Lady Snowblood. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's okay too. They do pay service to her being a city speaker, but they don't bother to explain it. So anybody who's not reading the comics is going to be, what? And yeah. anybody who does read the comics is going to be, what? this is kind of junk compared to the comics. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, based on the dialogue, presumably the the city she was speaking with has been destroyed. Uh, and she is out for vengeance. Yeah. It's and great, because... Because we've never had characters in anything before who were just out for revenge. Windblade Rising Revengeance. 
Yeah. <laughs> Overall, it was just disappointing. The, I guess the animation wasn't as bad as I thought from like the preview things. It didn't like the frame rate didn't seem as off. It mm-hmm. bugged me a lot, but I'm kind of sensitive to that kind of thing. The choreography of the animation was fine. It's just it it was so jittery. There's something about the like weird. it looks like they were keyframed at 15 frames a second instead of 30 or something. Mm. I just uh, I think the lighting was bugging know. me more. It 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 was cell shaded, but almost too. It was slightly off. Oh yeah. Oh, and then just stupid detail. Hmm? Windblade has a mask. Oh, that that's like the, <laughs> worst the mask part. is ablative. It she stops and just pops it off, and it falls to the ground instead of just. Yeah, like retracting. it could retract. It would be easier to animate it retracting and less silly. Or or have her take it so off. Did... Why does it just fly off like it, yeah. it's Gundam exploding parts of its armor? So, so later, did she have to like take a moment to go gather those up and put them back on? Didn't seem like they did that, but I, maybe they skipped it for narrative convenience. I don't know. Who knows? She also seems to like smashing a uh, Cybertronian shields with her feet. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so that was a weird motif. So are these weekly? I think. Uh, I believe it is going to be eight weekly episodes. That's something to look forward to. I could be wrong about the time frame, but maybe it'll be by twice a week. But it can get better. It, I'm, it's hard to imagine how it could get worse, but it could, <laughs> of course. Like if it every have, episode, like uh, an entire combiner, just dies for no reason. It, it could start off uh, when, it, like, the next episode could start off with some guy taking a piss. <laughs> God, I hate Pat Lee's G1. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Now, there is something I saw on IMDb that was worrying, but it could just be the nature of IMDb. Mm-hmm. And that's that it said each character listed was only in one episode. Hmm. So Yeah, that could be just IMDb, or it could mean something. I'm not sure if that's better or worse. Like, if these are all separate story. Little chunks of a story, not even a story, just a scene from different parts of a combiner war. That could be interesting. Some of them could be good. Maybe we'll get a really good Starscream episode, but that also means there's no connectivity. It'll just be random. Not really a story. And it means that nobody gets more than five minutes to do anything. Yeah. So I guess we will be coming back with a, a minute or two on each of those episodes for the rest of the series. Yeah. So look forward to that. We yeah. won't be. Yeah. I mean, we won't be looking forward to it. And people in other countries <laughs> don't have to worry about it because it's only in America. So, like, our pal Rob What's can't watch it. Oh, yeah, it's on. It is on YouTube? I tried to look for it before and couldn't find it. Well, I'm sure not legally, but. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, but I still looked and I couldn't find it. All right, well, that's it for us this week. Uh, come back next week for whatever has happened in the meantime. Uh, maybe if we are all lucky, some Walgreens brainstorm reviews. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, did <laughs> abject sadness from all of us for lacking brainstorms. So until then, uh, this has been Jen. And Alex. 
And I'm David. Oh, we're going to have a movie review next year. Oh, oh, God. Talk about Thunder Mayhem. Eh, too bad. He's cool. He's got red colors. You can do that. Don't go into it. And I didn't talk about Buzzsaw, who I picked up either. Oh, oh I, yeah. I guess I talked a little about Rewind last week. Oh yeah, since we're, we're Buzzsaw, probably the first Combiner Wars toy I've picked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I guess Ultra Magnus was also Combiner Wars. But... Oh, and yeah, maybe we should do a toy review oh. next time, since we don't probably. Well, there probably will be even less news, and we're not going to have comic books. Yeah. I'll see uh, if I can't order something off the interwebnets. 